The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes Welcome back to Kwame Lasso Sports Talk from last week. When I say welcome back, we got a full house. Uh, we got a lot to talk about also. So much going on in the sports world as everything is ending. So what we have left is baseball. Yeah. And <laughs> Oh, boy. Who's going to talk about baseball? Because yeah. Cindy's, Cindy's leaving us. She has a, a real job. Yeah. She's going to do some other She's things. Nine to five. But Alex and I were just talking. I think I'm going to call in every once in a while. No, I was just being polite. Yeah, he was just. I was <laughs> just having anything <laughs> else to say. I can tell you that now. You're really nice to me when it's just us, huh? Yeah, it's like Bobby and Cindy Brady. <laughs> we are, we are live. We are, we are back. Uh, got Alex Clancy in the studio. Deborah Debris, Cindy Liskus for another hour. One, hour. 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 Yeah. Hour. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about you know when that the Song comes on. I was thinking about changing, but I just can't change it. It's just I like it. It's just it. the right song. It's the right song. Keys, yeah. I did like that blurred lines thing going on. Blurred there. lines, yeah. Well, we'll see if D can come up with some blurred lines. If not, he just let's find a way to fire him, um, <laughs> <laughs> or bring him into the studio. Bring him in the studio. D, yeah, do you need to come take some pictures of us? All right, I can hook that up. Uh huh. All right, hockey. We can talk about some hockey. Yay. Cindy say we're not hockey fans because we don't watch it all year long. You, Who wants I've, to watch hockey all year long? I do. You don't, though. I do. I do, too, watch it all year long. There went my decibels. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I do, too, watch it I know. Long. I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> like I said, Cindy No, I'm Brady. a huge. I, it was the most amazing series, the, the finals. Well, you like, like Alex and I are not hockey fans. Well, I You're like just, hockey. But I don't want. I don't watch it. I like football. I don't watch football. I'm a I'm a football fan. I don't watch football all year long. I watch the basketball play final. Basketball wives. But I'm not. No, I watch the final <laughs> games. But I'm no, she, totally she watches, not a basketball fan. She's a finale fan. of basketball well, wives. Is she's she's a fan. Yeah. No, I, I can't. I've been liking hockey. What got me into hockey are, are the video games, and mm-hmm. I played them in college, <sighs> so I understand the rules and I understand the changes and all those things. But I don't watch it all the time. I don't have nobody. Anybody who does a sports show and they tell you they watch all sports they lie a video game does not make you a no, fan no no it, it did make me a fan it <laughs> got me into it it got me into yeah, it yeah it got me into it too but I turned offsides and icing off because that slows the gameplay <laughs> <It's> down <laughs> yeah so it doesn't, it, it, it's free for all That's so you had the same game I had yeah. Yeah. you got street, you play, street hockey it, it started with the exactly. fat people and the skinny people you got to pick three of them <laughs> no it's like going back in high school when you had to pe- choose your team. It's like, I just don't want to be last. Yeah, I don't I'm, care. Just don't make me last. <laughs> I know. There's plenty of times I uh, I, I was last, but Were I you? ended up first, yeah. yeah. But I wasn't bad. I don't think I was bad. I just we had so Nobody many, liked you. They didn't like me. There's so many guys <laughs> in our neighborhood, though. That's a personality though. thing. That's Virginia. You throw a rock, you hit a superstar. That's, oh, that's just, I'm going to throw up. Virginia, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> but I am a fan. That was an exciting game. Two scores. Two in, points, 17 in 17 seconds. seconds. Yeah. 
to close it out. Yeah. That was an exciting game. And that's when hockey, to me, is most exciting, during the playoffs. I can watch the playoffs all day long. Mm-hmm. I go to a bar. I was sitting at a bar last night watching it. When drinking the, um, drinking your Arnold Palmer? No, drinking not this time, but ginger ale. <laughs> Because I feel a little something in my throat. I've been flying every weekend. Ooh, I just got back from, that's um, good. where was I? I was in Oklahoma. I was in Oklahoma, and I'm oh, going to Hawaii. Oklahoma. Which what, what are the air bunnies for? Because I don't think I'm going. I'm, oh. supposed, oh. I'm, I'm scheduled to go, but I'm not going until the numbers change. Yeah. Which num- island? Uh, the Big Island. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm uh, if the numbers uh, don't change, and as far as how much they're going to pay me, I'm not going. Is that a camp? It is. It is. You didn't put my name in. I know, you, know, I you can take say. my. You can have my spot <laughs> if you want to. You guys can have my spot if you want to. It's fun, but I'm not going there to do two two jobs. They're hungry yeah. for people over there. Yeah, I'm not hungry going there. for people. But I made some good networks. I made some good networks out here, though. I yeah. network with the uh, Wild Horse Pass yesterday. Oh. It's all lining up. Everything. Cindy, you pointing at me. Like I, I'd like to go back to hockey, please, before we get off. That this was subject. hockey. I'm, I'm pucking all over. Yeah, the okay. <laughs> I'd like to. Um, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'd like to point out the fact that Patrice Bergeron played game six with broken ribs and um, Andrew Shaw went out for, what, a shift maybe through intermission, when came out. When he got he got knocked out cold, got out, took a puck to the face, got stitched up and was back playing the rest of the game. You think he was knocked out cold? He was just laying there trying no, to gather was, himself? He, because they went to they commercial, you didn't even know about it. He was cold. You could see his face. He was out. I couldn't see his face. I just saw his head down. Yeah, he was out. I just like at the end of the game and everybody's smiling and celebrating that most of them don't have their teeth. I think that. <laughs> <laughs> Hockey's a tough like I'm not impressed. Room. I'm not impressed with the bro- broken ribs, playing with the broken ribs. That happens all through sports. Even um, the jockeys on the horses uh, play injured. But um, the um, best part of the watching the playoffs, outside of the playoffs, have, making it happen, but the trophy, the trophy award. That's so cool. I, yeah, because you mean – in, in team sports, you can accomplish some things within the game, but when you finally win it all, that's a whole different ball game. That's the only trophy that everyone, well, everyone who's ever won it, their name is on that trophy, and everyone who's ever won it has touched that same trophy. It's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, and even this morning, they were um, tweeting pictures and stuff of the trophy all around Chicago area, out in bars, you know, bars that were open at 7 o'clock in the morning. And uh, that's Chicago Sean, anyway. They, don't need, it is, they don't need to win the yeah, uh, yeah. Stanley Cup. To yeah. yeah, I used to visit Old Town. It was the, a great place to go. bars are always uh-huh. open in Chicago. It's if you go to an Italian bar, yeah. they don't close. Yeah, got a party. The best quote going around last night, though, was uh, somebody, they were tweeting if uh, Bill Buckner was in goal last night. He was in goal. called? I was like, ouch. Yeah, no, Poor um, guy is the, never going to. The turning point in this whole series was a 6-5 win. I think it was game three because uh, you need a hot goalie to get through and, and, and to win a Stanley Cup. And that's that's improved positive in the past six or seven years. And Tukarask was the hot goalie. And when you give up six goals, win or lose, that that will de- that's definitely a chink in your armor. And it, obviously it was shown towards the end with the rest of the series. Yeah, but Crawford gave up five goals. So, I mean, it's really. Yeah, but he wasn't the hot. I mean, because they play. the. Chicago's fast and Bruins are strong, and that's that was kind of the thing. It's speed versus strength, and the goalie thing was more. I mean, Chicago's going to outscore you, and Boston's going to keep you from scoring to win. So when Chicago put up a, a six spot on them in, in that game, it was kind of a uh, obviously it kind of um, wasn't Chicago the best team all year anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean not necessarily they, they win, but but they were the best team all, all year. 
uh, was fitting for them to pull it off. Well, well, yeah, and the way they did to it, too. Back. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're good at that. Now, but this is their second one in four years, right? Yeah. In 2009, yeah. See, this one I used to watch hockey when it was Chicago and the Detroit Red Wings mm, when, they was yeah. going, when they was battling all the time. Yeah. And that was Detroit who's, who was I played with <laughs> on the video game. John McDonough, the president of the Blackhawks now, was um, with the Cubs when things were getting – they were going through the sale and – he made the decision to jump ship. They, he got the job offer and went over to the Blackhawks, got a good offer. I didn't mean jump ship like that, but it pretty much was he made Cubs. a great he, he made a great decision to go to Chicago. To go to the he was in the Cubs. He went to the Blackhawks, and it was a great decision for him because he's brought them now to Stanley Cubs. But this this brings the question in: Does this championship really count? Because tr- it was only a forty four game season. So, so much more can happen. Of course, it counts. Basketball, yeah, with the yeah. Miami Heat. Thing, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. The but you, everybody played the same season. amount of games. There's going to be an asterisk in the in the annals of time with this championship no. because it'll be a strike shortened season. Did everybody play the same amount of games? Yeah, it wasn't but, an but, was, but so many, so many more things. I understand, but with basketball, it was 66 games out of 82, so that's three quarters of a season. This was this was pretty much half a season, so it's not. It's not the same. I think with more games, more things could happen, more injuries think, could um, happen. They played the same it, amount of games. Yeah, I know. I, I understand that, but so much more could happen. The better teams rise to the top when more games are played. Yeah, but and yes, play, granted, the they won a couple years ago. Equal, so I, I can't. I really can't argue with that. But the playing field was well. I can't argue that the playing field was equal. The players didn't have too much to do with not playing a full season. It was more management or who didn't have the money. We got an issue right now here in um, Arizona mm-hmm. with the uh, Coyotes. Don't they have till the second of July? Yeah, they. And and who did they just sign for five years? That why would you do that? Oh, the coach. Yeah. yeah. Um, not what's that, his uh, name? Well, well, they yeah, were they were a game or two away from the Stanley Cup last year, so it's tough to do in any professional sport. To, I mean, especially mm-hmm. in in the desert when there's no ice. You know, and for thousands of miles, it, it doesn't feel like hockey. So, especially when you're in Timbuktu over in Glendale. I mean, if you're going to do it, why don't you have a multifaceted gymnasium like? A lot of teams do, like the Lakers do in Staples Center, where you play both teams Why you in downtown. Where most of the people are downtown. Yeah. If you if you want to build a sports city, let's get off. Are we done with hockey, Cindy? We're done. That was a lot. Thank you very much. That was. I'm exhausted. I, I really appreciate <laughs> I, you guys I, putting that whole. I exhausted ten all of my notes. Uh, ten minutes. Baseball. There's <laughs> only baseball left. So, but. If you want to build a sports town, sports city, why don't you put everything downtown with the rest of the basketballs downtown, baseballs downtown? Everybody but wants. Then to you have to build up downtown too, because build it up. Oh, it's perfect. Build it up. Oh, the, that, Phoenix could tear be the down best. To build up. Phoenix, Denver did it. Mm. Denver took. I'm a Cardinals yeah, fan. Yeah, but that's the same. But, but they play in the same gymnasium. They play in the same arena, hockey and hockey and basketball. Yeah, but they built new ones. They Denver took when they built Coors Field. They took a whole bunch of abandoned warehouses and they built bars and they built lofts uh-huh. and they built that all kinds of stuff. That's a great and they turned ballpark. it into that was like. Ten years, it was twenty years ago. Yeah, but building that is different than have? building a stadium. You know, if you look at well, uh, they built Coors Field down there. Yeah. But if you look at Dallas, I mean, the stadium there is like way out. That's, it's yeah, way far. Yeah, it's it's like enormous, a, though. But, they, yeah. he's, but with football, huge. with yeah. football, people will drive to football. It's the number one sport in America. Right. People will and go as far as they need to for football. Well, so, let's do this. We come back and talk about that because I, 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 won't, I won't do it. And I'm like 20 minutes from. Well, what is it? 25 minutes. Got to pack lunch to get there. Yeah, Quarmelas Sports Talk. We'll come back. Take, a, take a quick break. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. 
In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. He'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. He'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. I, I count on D, so that's why. That's fine. Uh, but, well, just like, just like Bubba counts on his caddy. But it, yeah, Bubba might be a head case. Formula Sports Talk, we back. Alice Clancy, Deborah Debris, Cindy Liska. If you're looking for a great massage, and I've had one. Cortiva Institute Massage Therapy. Ask for Brenda Taylor. She's uh she did me. She uh, did you. You may want to rephrase that. No, if people want to take that way, then. <laughs> F- Cordiva Institute. Cordiva. C O R T I V A Institute Massage Therapy School. Brenna Taylor, licensed massage therapist. Um, she don't get a discount. Walk right on out, but she should. So you got it from us. Um, but no, I did. I was at the sickle cell. Uh, day world day and uh she was there they were giving massages it was pretty good nice Very pretty nice. good pretty good uh we were talking about sports towns um i think if you you can build downtown you want the atmosphere more people will go to the games if it's all in one a centrally located place mm-hmm. but if i got to go out to glendale and i'm a huge Cardinals fan i don't I just, it's, i just that's a decision i have to make right as opposed to if it's downtown which is 15, 17 minutes away from yeah. where I live. And, and, the light, tr- and the light rail's right there, too. Right. I mean, it takes you right into the heart. The light rail of can't take me to Glendale, but it, downtown, I, that's, that's, that's perfect. 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 And the Cardinals are trying to incorporate Tucson people into it. Um, it's it's even farther for them to drive up. Right, because they did yeah. a good job. When I was playing with the Cardinals, we used to go to Tucson and practice uh, doing, doing a camp time for a weekend, which I thought it was good because it incorporated Tucson. We was in Flagstaff, Tucson. We're trying to bring it all together. And that's probably the reason why they changed the name to the Arizona Cardinals as opposed to the mm-hmm. Phoenix Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you move it to Glendale, and that's just maybe you got what you got f- for the price and for the land. It was more land out there. And they're doing big things out there. Now, that's grown up. It's just far from where everyone is. Right. 
Not, not a thing. Not to and discount have, the Glendale people, the West Side people. Yeah, yeah, you don't have the same atmosphere like you were saying as downtown and that as well because now even the people that aren't going into the stadium, they're at the local bars and stuff, and they feel more a part of it just because they're closer to it. Right. All right, we got so Hernandez. <laughs> wow. You got a Clancy Corner? Yes. There's no basketball. Does he really have a Clancy's corner? So well, that's all he can talk. I, well, no, that's I do. He talk no, 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 no. I had no Lakers. <laughs> I had I had one topic that I wanted to talk about. Uh, do you want to do Aaron Hernandez first? No. This is my last. This is my last. Go back to Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> so Cindy, are you saying if there's no basketball, he don't need to come in on Tuesdays? Yeah. <laughs> so not, oh, not do, are a, we no, really going to do this right now? No, I'm just kidding. Not on Tuesdays, but it's his Clancy's Corner is always about basketball. It's always about the Lakers. It's been basketball for the past eight months of, of time. Yeah, I used to date. So now we have Alex <laughs> and Cindy heading out to the parking lot. Yeah. Um, you know right, I now, well, Alex, um, Hernandez, tight end for the... Um, yeah, I don't Former feel. tight end for the Patriots, probably. He's <laughs> <laughs> not going to be a tight end. Possibly. In prison. <laughs> Possibly former tight end of the New England yeah. Patriots. A tight end uh, in prison is not going to Nice franchise. Wow. They don't put up with anything like this Pittsburgh Steelers doesn't. Uh, this guy is, he is part of an investigation going on of the death mm-hmm. of a semi-pro guy. I uh, can't think his name right Otis now. Lloyd. Otis, Otis Lloyd. Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah. Otis Lloyd. Um, but okay. he was found in his company probably, what was it, two hours or... Before yeah. his death, he made himself look guilty. He made himself look guilty, destroying evidence, uh, trying to take everything out of his phone. You got to be such an idiot if you think you could take a picture in your phone, mm-hmm. delete it out your phone, and it's all and gone. And it's actually gone. That's yeah. thing, those things are Just crystallized. Absolutely. Yeah, you cannot destroy a crystal. So it's crystallized. So they they can go back and get it. They go back and get all the text. Just the fact that he's uh, destroying evidence. And I'm not saying he's guilty until, uh, well, you innocent to But it's saying guilty. he may know stuff. He knows something. Right. He's guilty of something. Guilty he knows or no stuff. He knows yeah. something. Well, I mean, it looks like it slowed down a lot in the past few days because it, like, it was like a rocket bat out of hell for the first few days. Everything well, was coming up more and more. to get more. the information. Sure. Evidence. And then now they said that they were going to implement the, uh, the arrest warrant a couple of days ago for obstruction of justice. And how long does it take to... Get to, a warrant? Yeah, to arrast them. How long does it take? Well, they wanna, I guess they want to make sure when we get them, we can keep them instead of yeah. getting them in and letting them go within 48 hours. Yeah, and, but they're I mean, still if, ob- they're, and they're still trying to gather information. So if they arrest they him now on obstruction, he's not going to talk anymore. They have a crap ton of information right now. Well, they of took things. 15 it, bags all, of uh, evidence on his house. Sure, but it's all circumstantial at this point, obviously. The rental car in front of his house in his name. Uh, him again destroying, and then the the cleaning crew Monday morning cleaning his whole cleaning house. house yeah. I mean, give me a break. You get Dexter in there; he'll, could, uh, he'll take care of it. <laughs> he doesn't need a cleaning crew. That, that um, he does his own work. Now that that could be Dexter. irrelevant in in the case that you know he has a big house. He he needs to clean. He just had a party. Um, but the timing was just off to get the cleaning right. crew. Yeah, and everything it, looks suspicious. And there's no yeah. cleaning crew that could get all it. You can't get blood up. Right. It's, you're not gonna be able to. Or you do could it. boondock sand it and spray ammonia all over it, so it'd be. But then you can smell ammonia, and I know something fishy. Yeah. So uh, just, he just put himself in a, <laughs> in a bad situation, um, and I don't. And I said I don't feel sorry for him because these guys are still getting in trouble today, 2013. There's been a blueprint for you. If you do this or you, this happened around you, you're gonna be um, you're gonna be instigated into this case. Well, you're judged by the people you hang out with. You are. Yeah. And I mean, by I, association, absolutely. He's, he's had a rap sheet through uh, when, when he was in college and gang-related stuff and everything. The weed, like a bunch of people in the combine knew that he smoked weed. He told people that he smoked weed. He drug tested. He smoked, He came up for weed. 
my, the more interesting thing, this guy's an idiot. Okay, so that's that's proof We've positive. It. That's proof positive. The interesting part coming going forward is what are the Patriots going to do? Because you bring in Randy Moss a few years ago, you go sixteen and zero, he's gone afterwards because he was a he- because he was a problem in the locker room. Well, he wanted no. I think he wanted more money. Yeah, that. Well, I mean, and after that sixteen and zero year, and they broke all those records, Brady and him. The reason why they didn't give him money, there's some sort of thing besides the Patriots don't pay a lot of players, and Wes Welker is an example this year. Something went. Something was amiss, and with Aaron Ro- Aaron Hernandez, it seems like he hasn't done enough for them to even try to bring bring him back, even if he gets acquitted of all these things that he allegedly. Well, has they don't done. like that bad press because Randy Moss was bad press as far as he he did what he's supposed to do on the football field, but in the locker room you can't have distra- distractions in the locker room. That's where you're supposed to be sane. That's when the team's supposed to come together. He's in there talking about money and the news reporter reporting on things that shouldn't even matter. So I guess the distraction, the distraction part of it is what the uh, Patriots organization don't don't allow. Absolutely, and it'll be interesting to see now. And this is not a joke, and I I'm not I'm not I'm really not trying to be funny here. Where are they going to put Tim Tebow now with no tight ends? Tight end. I don't think he's a, he's not a tight end. Tight end is one of the toughest positions to play in the NFL. He's not a tight end on the line of scrimmage. He's a tight end flexed out. So you think that? And, and that was one of my uh, thought process when. When I say, well, this is great for Tim Tebow, yeah. I'm like, he can be an H-backer now. Seems and like he has an angel on his shoulder or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, He's I mean, been saying his prayers every day. Yeah, but so, hasn't but, he said he doesn't want to be anything but a quarterback? He it doesn't matter. He has no choice he, what yeah, he wants yeah, to be. Yeah. yeah, he's got a team now. He has zero. He want to be unemployed? He, he, he has zero him. guaranteed money in this contract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he has zero guaranteed money in this contract. He will play where they put him. And Bill I, Belichick is probably the most heralded coach in the NFL still, even though they haven't won in recent history. Tim They're Tebow. always relevant. Well, so it's no Daniels, different from anybody else. Josh right. Josh, right. Josh McDaniel, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Josh, that had to be seen him going, making that first round pick valid. If yeah. I drop the guy in the first round, I get fired from the team, and he's out there. There has to be some. I have to be in there arguing with the rest of the coaching staff or management. Well, I got this guy in the first round. This is where I saw him. This is where he can help us. That had to be more validation than anything because I don't know Tim Tebow fits on a, on that team. I don't see now that everything's happening with uh, Gronkowski and Hernandez. Mm-hmm. And Hernandez forgot his last name was Hernandez. Uh, whatever things happening with those guys. I think Tim Tebow falls right into the H back. I think yeah. so. I mean, it, it'll be he in- can't block. No, but no. He'll, he'll he'll aggressively try. But See, he, most he guys won't try to do it. But they haven't shown. He's never shown if he could block. Or right. Not. So I mean, maybe he can. But he's not going to be that blocking tight end on a run play. No, he's a physical on a short guy. yardage. He's a physical he's, guy. And, and most football is angles and leverage. If you can get in mm-hmm. the way, you've blocked somebody. You can. Most guys got. Too cool. prideful, and they don't want to get run over. And, and that's also he, how he's going to be a head thing for him. Too, no. Though? Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow that's why Tim you Tebow. bring him into any organization because that will never be an issue. He is always a guy you can rely on to sit on the bench and be happy or play and be happy. Okay. That's I mean cuz New England as you said Kwame is they don't deal with they don't deal with stuff like that with Randy Moss. They he is a perfect New England Patriot player even if he never plays a day. And and Randy Moss set his own table up too. You know the stuff he did. Well, sure in, with Oakland oh, and yeah, Oakland and Minnesota. You come on now. You I'm giving you a chance. You, you wanted the best. You probably go into the Hall of Fame without a ring. There are guys in the Hall of Fame without rings, but don't don't put yourself in a situation where I got to be forced to let you go, and it's not even a long conversation to do so. After having the best regular season in NFL history, right. arguably sixteen and zero, breaking records. You want to get paid? Well, that takes care of itself on off season. The press don't doesn't have to know about. We don't need to know about the. That's a lot of things that we know about that we shouldn't know about that happens in the locker room, which is silly to me. Nowadays, especially. 
with all the media and everything else that everybody's the, talking everybody about. Everybody Twitter. If you, yeah, on, if you on my team, you're not Twittering uh, during the week. Yeah, you and got ma- it. You're not Twittering during the week. Yeah, tweeting. Oh. But looking about uh, tweeting, uh, tweeting on Twitter. Yeah. Did you know what I was? You know what I mean when I say that. <laughs> but I'm wondering about Tebow though. If he's learning a new position, that's going to take a little bit of work too. I mean, that's, he's yeah. a football player. He'll be okay, but yeah. he, he just he'll be out of place. I know that much. Who'd have thought some guy that's slow and white would be drafted as an athlete? They do it all the time. And <laughs> they do it all the time. Wrong sport. Slow and white. Because yeah. I got draft a guy because he can think. Yeah. I draft a guy because he just smart. We didn't, LeBron James. Is he James, trainable? Is he trainable, yeah. Well, all, he all of them trainable, all he of them is. slaves. All he wants to do is win. <laughs> Tim Tebow. <laughs> Jesus. That'll, that'll lead right into Johnny Dirty where, where, Where's the house music, D? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all, all of them. All of them trainable. You got to get their mind first, and then you got yeah. their body. You, you can't just beat the Absolutely. body, and then you're going to put some work in. Yeah. You, you, I got to get your mind. Gotta if I get your mind. I'm not only getting your mind, Alex. I'm getting a guy 15 years down the road, mind, because he's watching you do everything I say do. Right. Then I got his body, and I run through this wall, son. Mm-hmm. Now, as I was saying, Jesus. he's a football it's, it's player. It's like mommy just hit daddy at the dinner table. He's a, <laughs> what is going on here? He's a football player. You your your girlfriend, what's your girlfriend? She's a, what's her profession? She's a therapist. She's a therapist. You ask her about that. I, okay. Well, no, she's a physical therapist or she a mental therapist? No, she's a, she's a mental, mental therapist. So she be, hey, casing you all the time, huh? No, we have, we have interesting <laughs> conversations, though. Hey, case could have been a good thing, though. You didn't pay attention to that. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to heal you up. All right. So we, didn't, um, we, did, we looked at LeBron and just saw a physical specimen, like the best athlete in the world, basketball-wise. Uh, but we didn't think he was that smart until they started mentioning that he was that smart. But you can watch a guy. If you are if you, if you not, not so much just a fan, but if you, you dig deep down into the sport or a player, you find out this guy doing things that nobody's talking about. And that's the thinking part of the game. Well, what's really impressed me, too, is the work he's been doing in the offseason, the last two seasons, that LeBron has been doing a lot of work in the offseasons to perfect his game. I think that's impressive. Alex, you got something to say? I got my Clancy's Corner right now because that's what I was going to talk about. Clancy's Corner's over. No, go ahead. Okay, do I have a minute? You got three minutes. I have three minutes. Okay, really quick. And and let me explain myself myself before I get – Punch in the face. Who will I punch think, in the face? Not I think, well, I might get you know, slapped by a feather by Sydney. Um, <laughs> I think that LeBron is still underrated for what he can do. And what I mean by that is mental, mental aspect, absolutely. Thank you for segueing. That was one of my major That's points. That's what I do. Segway. Okay, I'll give you a little, a little <laughs> ego, ego boost right there. But so that mentally, number one. And number two, the things that he does on a day to day basis in a game gets overlooked in the grand scheme of the wins for Miami. My my main point is game six. When Ray Allen hit the three, the collapse by San Antonio, he had 32-11-10. That is his second triple-double of the finals. The things that he does are expected of him now because he makes, quote-unquote, all this money. Talk to A-Rod about that. Talk to Zach Greinke. Talk to Albert Pujols. Talk to Josh Hamilton. But all this money these people are making, they don't Josh live Hamilton's up to stealing. that. Nobody can live up to a $100 million contract. He does every second of the NBA season and the offseason. And the thing with him is that it'll never, it seemingly will never be good enough because of his decision, because of the decision, because of the not five, not six, not seven it will never it, he will never be a consummate he will never be the consummate best player on the planet because of the things that he said when he was a kid 4 or 5 years ago 3 or 4 years ago so 
I think that my main point is that, yes, I do believe he is still underrated, and he'll be underrated to a fault because of the bed that he's made for himself. A lot of people underrate people, um, athletes or somebody at a high level because with the pressure or the the um, everything you put on them or expect from them, the expectations. So you it's easy to underrate LeBron James uh, being the best athlete, but it comes a, a whole lot of it. You know, a lot of teams want a big three. Well, Miami doesn't have a big three, and they still want. So that puts LeBron James in a pressure situation. The big three for the Miami Heat is their bench, those guys coming off the bench. It's not Bosh. Bosh serves as a purpose, but it's not him. He's shooting threes. A big man would never shoot threes on my team, or you'd just be watching the game beside me. Uh, but what he does, <laughs> tell, tell Dirk Nowitzki that. But yeah, okay. except him, <laughs> okay. Except him. There's always, except one. Him. There's always one. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. There's always one. That's yeah. why they're looking for guys like Dirk Nowitzki mm-hmm. today. Right now, today, they're looking to get for guys like him who can play power forward and shoot threes. Who can who can go out there and possibly worst case scenario guard a center. Uh, you're looking for those type of guys. But LeBron James and his uh, his cerebral part of the game is it goes unnoticed. It goes unnoticed because all the guys he got more veteran guys on that team than he does young guys. But he he reached out to those because he's a intelligent guy. You forget where he goes to get his intelligence. You have to go somewhere else to get it. You just don't sit here read a book and say, "Oh, I got it down packed now." You right. talk to some guys who've been through it and went Ray Allen and Jawan Howard and all those guys. Shane Battier. They just play their role. They don't. You never hear a word from them mm-hmm. until, uh, even in the interview, what Battier said, it was my time. Yeah, he said right. the, the golf god, I mean, uh, basketball gods, if that makes sense, owes him, and it came through. This guy had six threes in a row to put him in a position. But in game six, I thought uh, the veteran leadership took over in a um, or experience. Ray Allen. Yeah. Ray Allen kept him. LeBron James kept him in the game. Ray Allen solidified that they had more time on the and, floor. That shot in the corner right there was why they signed Ray Allen. Right. That one yeah. shot. If he didn't play the whole year, he didn't make a three the whole time, that was the shot that they knew he could make in the clutches of situations. Who, who and he did. Because he, he put me in the mindset, although I think he's better, but the guy who just come off the bench and shoot. Green? Mike know. Miller? No, no, he, no, no. no. He, he's retired. He played for the Spurs. He played okay. for the Suns. Played for the Lakers. He just mm. come off the bench and shoot threes and go back to the bench. Who? Robert Ory? He, he, Robert Ory. Uh, Robert yeah, Ory. Yeah. <laughs> Robert, that was Robert Ory. Yeah, but Robert Ory, yeah. Well, Robert Ory hit huge shots in right. the playoffs. Yeah, he'd come off the bench and shoot a three and make it and go back to the bench. I was texting one of my players who happens to be – he was went back to Florida over the time off. He's a football player, so he's rooting for the, the Miami. And I'm texting him back and forth during the end of the seventh game because he was texting me earlier. He's like, man, my heart is pounding hard. You know, See, I didn't want to root for anybody. And I, I was telling him, I said, you know, at the very end of the game, I'm texting him. I'm saying, he who manages emotions wins. Because when I was looking at what was going on with the Spurs and I could look at the facial expressions and the body language of what was going on with the Miami, Miami Heat, you could tell that the Heat had it. The first time uh, we go to break, but the first time I ever seen Tim Duncan uh, distraught is when mm. he went on the bench and missed that yeah. shot. He Ooh. put that work on. So that pressure of every us and everyone else in the world saying, uh, he just need that fifth ring. He need mm. that fifth ring. And I think he bought into it getting that fifth right. ring. I so one I mistake. Think so for a second. I, I think so. Because you never see him. He's on the bench doing this. Tim Duncan plays hard. That one shot does not make his series or, or his career. Correct. And he, you never seen him do that. So we'll come back. We'll finish up there. we get down mm. and dirty with Deborah. Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. We'll be right back.
passionate flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time time on the voice america sports channel the talk doesn't get any hotter what if there was a program that brought the best in sports and the best of entertainment together in one place it can be done and darnell autry proves it every week on outside the spotlight in this program athletes and artists come together to share their success stories hobbies professional projects and more that will interest not only the sports fan but fans of entertainment and other human interest stories if you have something you want to ask your favorite athlete or entertainer listen for outside the spotlight fridays at 5 p.m pacific 8 p.m eastern on voice america sports Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Now some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. Hey, welcome back to the Formula Sports Talk third segment. We are still a full house. Cindy went to the bathroom. She's doing a number two. I, I guess it's number two. I don't know. I don't know. She, We're all applauding. She's been going for a long time. Women don't do that. They don't do number no. two? Well, how, well, it's not allowed. What do they do? I don't know. They just don't. Let's back it up. You just never smell it. No, they just they just don't. It's like Santa Claus exists. They don't do number two. Those Quamala. are the two, the, two, the two sure things in the world. See what I did there? Comes from a hash a person. to communicate. Uh, I see what you Uh-oh. did. Uh-oh. It's awkward now. She's back. <laughs> All right, Kwame, not supposed to talk. Um, what do you think about the um, coaching switching? Like um, Doc Rivers going to L.A., Ooh. Clippers, yeah. three years, $21 million. Uh, a lot of things taking place. They have to get rid of somebody to make that capital. Which hasn't, um, has, isn't 100% sure yet. Uh, ESPN falsely reported that it was. That's what they do anyway. Yeah, well, it was falsely <laughs> reported that the league we uh, even do agreed it. on it. They haven't approved it yet. But the league right. haven't approved. The league won't approve of. Uh, Kevin Garnett going in. Correct. So that's definitely, I say definitely, but a possibility. It's a definite <laughs> possibility. Yeah, yeah. That it might not might that happen. That kind of maybe almost will happen. But I don't, I don't, that's, that, take, that changes the whole complexity of uh, the L.A. Clippers. You get rid of Blake Griffin and bring in KG for two years, and you keep Chris Paul and you got Doc Rivers. You might have a little Boston Celtics of the West. I mean, get a game plan put I, together. I, with I think that Doc yeah. Rivers is the luckiest coach in the NBA right now, and I'm going to tell you why. Tell me why. He was an awful head coach. He was barely 500 head coach 
in Boston and other other places before that before they brought Ray Allen and uh, KG in. They make they make runs because the East is weak. They, they won a championship. They were a great team in the first two years. They made the playoffs by default in the other years. They got to the championship against the Lakers Game 7, one of the ugliest Game 7s I've ever seen, but the Lakers ended up winning. And Doc Rivers is going to go go to L.A. They're going to have a good team, but no veteran leadership whatsoever. So I think this is a very overblown move. It's a lot of money. Donald Sterling's known for not paying his players in, and coaches, especially coaches in LA in the in the Clipper organization. So I think this is very overblown. It's a sexy thing now, but I really think it's not going to pan out too much. Well, hopefully it does. And that'd be that'd be beneficial for the. Um, I think the Celtics will always be okay. That's a franchise that you put the right place, right coach, or somebody who knows what they're doing. But they have to rebuild now. Mm-hmm. If that, of all that happens, they have to rebuild. They do have one of the top point guards in the NBA, though. Rondo. R- Rondo. Yeah, they have... Rondo will be back. Rondo will be back even better, kind of like Westbrook will be uh, for the Oklahoma City. Yeah. Um, but if it, it does happen, that benefits, in my opinion, the L.A. Clippers. Well, I'm curious, too, who else Doc will put around him. Can he put other coaches around him? Does he have room to do that? He could put uh, what the coach we had here around him. Well, maybe the coach we had here can go to Boston. Oh, uh, there you go. Uh, Alvin Gentry? Alvin Gentry, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. and then Brian Shaw. Quick shout out to Brian Shaw. Finally yeah. got a head coaching job. Probably, yeah. probably the great, probably the best opening right now for a head coaching job with Denver. I think he's deserved it. He's been under the tutelage of Phil Jackson and then Frank Vogel for the last couple of years in Indiana. It's his time, and he finally is going to get his chance. I just don't want Brian Shaw get his chance four years on a row. You say he couldn't do it. And that's what it took so long because it takes. Okay, he's been a great assistant. He's been uh, under the tutelage of some great head coaches. Mm-hmm. So, give him a chance to be a. Build to be a great head coach. Nobody just go say you're a great head coach, even though you have those players. Well, a good, a great head coach can mess up those players. Yeah, George Carl was there. He's a great head coach. He, he didn't yeah. win Jack. He's, he is. I think he and he had to, went through his cancer stuff uh, treatment. Uh, came back more motivational than, than ever, um, but he didn't win. He had great players. Yeah, they were 33 or 39 and three. Best home record. They only lost three games at home all year. Yeah, then they, that's crazy. And they're out in the first round in, in like eight or nine years that he was there or something. Gone. All right, well, we got a down and dirty with Segment. Congratulations to Brian Shaw finally getting the job. Down and dirty with Segment. Congratulations to Jimmy K. Kizkwazki something. Kazakowski. <laughs> Kazakowski, yeah. <laughs> he was uh, South Mountain Community College, just turned pro. So congrats to him. I need to play him and see if he's pro. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so down and dirty with Deborah. I'm going to bring up the Paula Dean thing with the uh, saying the N-word. <laughs> And uh, it was interesting. I had posted something out on Facebook. The reason I'm bringing it up is because I made this post out there saying stupid, ridiculous, hateful, hurtful, all those kind of words. It was really interesting to see what came back. Some of the arguments, I mean, there was a lot of people that said, yeah, I agree, you know, she's, you know, just a crazy woman. Um, What's been interesting is some of the people arguing for not for saying the N-word, but for her, for Paula Dean. Things like, well, we've all said it. I was like, mm, no, that's not, that's not really true. Yeah, um, you know, it, this was done back in the 80s. Like that was an excuse. I lived through the 80s. I know what it was like back then. I know about all the racial things that were going on, about the, you know, the killings and the burnings and all those type of things that didn't make it right just because of the timing. Well, she's from the Deep South, Okay, so we haven't learned over the years. We just keep repeating bad behaviors and, you know, hurtful behaviors. Um, There was a comment, well, it's better to forgive. All about forgiveness. 
but that still doesn't, it's still not an excuse. So I'm bringing it up as a point of conversation. I know uh, one of the things um, from my own personal point of view, uh, not the radios, because they'll tell me it's not theirs, uh, but my own personal <laughs> point of view that even when the movie such as Django, when it came out and I went and saw it, and the N-word was used a lot during that movie, I was not offended by the fact that it was used in the movie because the movie was back in a time when the word was used a lot. I was offended by the fact that it was being used back then and the amount of pain that was caused from one human being to another human being repeatedly because of a color. Mm-hmm. I'm offended that they keep saying it, it's the N-word. I am too. Well, the N-word. Right. I, I don't, don't substitute for what it is Yeah. because if you say the word of what it is, mm-hmm. then it's a hate crime. Right. But if you say the N-word, then it's not a hate crime. So mm-hmm. people who want to use it can can argue and back and forth, or the, not argue and back and forth, but um, justify that I just said the N-word, and it, it's okay. But if you use the word, it becomes a hate crime. So mm-hmm. there's no punishment right. to the N-word. You and can Paula talk Dane, around it rather than, yeah. yeah. Well, Paula Dean's not racist. Her son said he, she wasn't. So well, I guess she's go. not. Uh, but yeah, you. She's uh, getting dropped from everything, isn't she? <clears throat> well, now there was a picture that was out on her website because she was getting ready to do some big tour. There was a picture out on her website of her and her, like her entire crew, all white. All of a sudden, it's been switched to there's just a few so people. So she's just the crew. like me. No, no. There, now there's just a few people, and yeah, you're hanging out with the white people, dude. <laughs> Call me Dean. <laughs> uh, but now. <laughs> I got all white. Look, I got all, I'm the only one in the studio. We're the slaves. <laughs> <laughs> but now we've got, all of a sudden there's this picture of just a few people around her, and now all of a sudden there's a black person there, well, too. Well, you got to implant them. You got to implant them. You got to implant them. You got to. It, it only validates. She had to make a phone call. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it only validates. So, well, get him off the street. He'd come in. He'd come <laughs> yeah, you can see the yeah. smirk on Kwame's face right ten now. bucks. Yeah. No. Oh, my come God. Kwame is a racist, and she's never going to change. Right. You don't... I, I don't want to reenact uh, uh, having a dinner and having people there and dressed up how they used to dress up and say, this oh is what God, it is. Yes. I don't want to react. I don't do that. I, I joke around and play around, but that's only what people I could do that would. I'm not going right. to go up, go on the street and say some crazy things to a person yeah. that I know it may offend them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, could, I talk tough like I don't care, but I'm not just going to disrespect somebody right. and, and do those type of things. I, I am offended, like I said in, initially. Don't change the word from what it is so it validates whoever wants to say it. Right. Because when you say the word in its entirety, it's a hate crime. Yeah. And, and just like the school books in Texas, and I think Texas um, Pearson, Texas is the headquarter for the school system and the books, mm-hmm. uh, the books uh, right, I believe. The books that are used throughout the school system. Well, yeah. they're trying to take the uh, slavery out of the books for the next generation of uh, white Americans so they can never see that it was in the books and then it won't be – a big deal 20 years down the road. Like I said, we were joking around uh, earlier and to, when I said to Alex, well, I want to get your mind first, then I can get your body. Well, right. If they never see that, then it, well, the, if the African-American kids, the black kids in this world, if they never see that for 20, 30 to 50 years, then they have no reason to want to be more than what they are or, or wonder why the world was this way when it was. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't agree with all that stuff. It's all propaganda That's for somebody. That's, that, that's it is history. what it happened. Yeah. It is 
You, you, you can't, can't say it's what happened. Looking, you what can't happened. erase it. Well, you can't take out the, uh, the Germans and the Japanese. Right. And the whatever, you you know, can't take all like, that stuff it, out. Take a race and let's just discard them for you take know, out whatever all the happened bad in the stuff past. That happened well, in you can't call the Holocaust the, right. uh, the H word. Oh, yeah, exactly. You, you know, you're not doing that because right. they're reparations, which they got. But you can't right. say, well, we're just going to call it the H word. Yeah. If you really want to learn yeah, if you really want to learn American history, you need to learn the bad stuff that happens. And Absolutely. The good stuff that, well, and I mean, and what Abraham Lincoln did, like, I mean, the whole Civil War, it's just like... Like, like, like Abraham Lincoln. I know this mm-hmm. is this is a sports show, but this is what I like about the show anyway. We can talk about anything we want to. Um, when, they, when they say Abraham, Abraham Lincoln freed the slave, he didn't, he didn't do that because he was that type of guy. Right. He did that because it was about to be a revolution in the North and the South. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he was that, that generous guy. Like Alex said, He's saving the country. Do mm-hmm. do your do your due diligence and do your research on mm-hmm. what, and then you find out what is what and what makes sense. And why was it like that? Like people, kids will grow up today what, and say, "Why? Why was it? Yeah, how what was made it? people like that? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah but mm. people don't like me because I speak my mind. I say what I want to say about it. But you know, you well, can't have a conversation. <laughs> you can't have a conversation about it, and you're an idiot. And, yeah. and the sick part about our society now is that in five years, all of her uh, endorsements will probably be back. She'll be because like, she's so huge. Mm-hmm. Like this, this will be. I, I apologize. I'm going to write a. I, you know, I, I didn't mean what I said. Blah blah blah. Whatever anybody says to get back on top, it'll be back. She'll, she'll get picked up. Tiger got picked up by Nike or by all those other things again. It's going to happen. Her endorsement will be back because the people who are incorporated with her don't want to be seen in this light right now. Right. Oh, they say, well, she. Ch- I can bring you back and say she changed in yeah. two or three Magic years, which and she gone. might have. Well, I'm Martha Stewart yeah. is a perfect yeah. example. Oh yeah, so yeah. there you go. Yeah, Martha Stewart. Yeah, she. Well, she was on top she's even when prison. she was in prison. She was on top. Yeah, she was probably she cooking quiche went. in the. She was yeah. cooking mm-hmm. quiche in the kitchen. Martha Stewart was in, in jail. Look, Kim was in jail for some stuff. Martha Stewart did. Look, Kim yeah. didn't snitch. Martha. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kwame Sports Talk. I tell you what. <laughs> so we got. Oh, we do got a sports break. and stuff. Sports. They, they, Kwame Lass sports and stuff. And stuff. That's and, and stuff. <laughs> that sounds really professional. Sports and stuff. Sports and stuff. Sports and stuff. I'm, I'm trying to make it as a, a, you know, a worldly show. That's it is doing. worldly. It's on it uh, Voice America. Cindy, what's going on with uh, Clear Channel? Because you're going over there. Uh, enemy? Uh, okay. She's not an enemy. D, what we got? I- 15 seconds? Come on, sports. We'll be right back and find out what's going thanks, on with Cindy. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 
at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. <laughs> hey, welcome back to the Kwame Sports Talk. We got Shaf and uh, on the keyboards in the back. Indeed. <laughs> uh, we, Cindy, I was asking you about your uh, your next venture. Um, yeah, my my background check just officially became. I got the congratulations. I'm waiting for the official offer, so I've been kind of quiet about talking about it. But yeah, I'm going to be the executive assistant to the market president and the VP of sales at Clear Channel. In real, in real terminology, what's that? She's got a job. You I got a job. I got a job. I can. I don't have to be looking for that box under the bridge anymore. I can support my daughter again, but I'm going to miss this so much. I love my Tuesday mornings, and I love you guys so much, you, and this has been the greatest experience, literally, of my life. So I, think, I um, want to thank you guys for Alex letting me do it. this. I'm just still calling every once in a while just to bug you guys. But well, you know where we are. You can always call in. And I'm right down the street. You can call into sick to them and just stop. Where, where by. is it? I'm going to be taking an early lunch. It's just down the street on Van Buren. Uh oh. Uh oh. Really? Like You're really going like to line them up for that? So, is, it, I called, said, is it called <laughs> Clear Channel now? Is that what they call that street now? Is that, Side job. That's so bad. I yeah, I, when I say it, when I say it. Why would you say that? It's another on Van Buren, you say profit center. That's where it is? It's on Van Buren, yeah. There's a lot of things on Van Buren. <laughs> oh, you guys! Sorry, you. Oh, this is why you'll miss I'm saying, us. oh, yeah, I won't miss you anymore. <laughs> I'll miss you, Deborah. There. It's I over won't there. miss the boys. I'll miss. I'll miss you too. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Anyways, Ooh. I went to the casino last night. I tried to win. I played the penny machine. Some guys been telling me they've been playing the penny machine and they've been coming up. They got me. They last won night. ten bucks. They got, no, they've been winning like um, thousands. Really? On penny slots, starting with twenty dollars. Wow. <clears throat> and I only went there yesterday because I did. Like I said, I was uh, kind of partnering up with the uh, Wild Horse Pass people, mm-hmm. which was uh, was good. So I said, okay, I'm hungry. Let me go back. Went to Ling and Louise over there. You guys been there? Uh-uh. It's pretty good. It's not bad. Don't and they, they have, have outlet malls right there too now? Yeah, they do. <laughs> not Premium. I, yeah, not, not just outlet. Shop, <laughs> Premium outlets. Mm. Got a good Adidas store over there. Um, they got an Under Armour store there? Also, they have Shoeless. Yeah, I think so. What? Shoeless Restaurant. All right, uh, let's get it. Tim Tebow about that. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Don't believe Tim Tebow. He, wondered, he has. Tim Tebow did something. No wonder he's crazy. Um, I'm trying to figure out what this comment that uh, that uh, Warner Sapp said about Michael Strahan. I can't. I'm reading up on his article, but can't find anything. Sapp blast Strahan's career because he didn't take off until he moved to the right side. Of, oh, here we go. Here we go. Warren Sapp said this about Strahan. Career. Sap blast Strahan's career because he didn't take off until he moved to the right side of the right side to the left of the office of the defensive line, meaning he only excels when he's playing against right tackles, not more elite left tackles. Isn't it a little late for that? Why he even say that? Well, yeah, why does it matter? It doesn't matter anymore. Why did he even say something like that? I mean, guys, if they play right or left, it's usually where they're most comfortable and where they're best at. I'm putting guys in position to make plays, and if he playing on right hand side and he's going against left tackles, or he playing on left hand side and he's going against right tackles, that helps the team. 
All right. You, that's yeah. what you plan. Well, I've had guys that have played maybe the right side, and the, the team shifts them to the left, and they're like, I, I, you know, I'm confused. I don't know what to do. It's that difficult to make a shift. That was just stupid to say, though. I was just like, if, if that's what's what it, allegedly. I mean, yeah. Tiki Barber was pissed it's about it. It's probably taken out of context. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, he said it at a golf tournament, so anybody, I don't even know why. You, I'm at a so golf tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like, drunk. <laughs> he allegedly we was drunk. <laughs> but it was at um it was Monday. Warren Sapp's an idiot. This is uh Barbara told the New York Post uh Paul Schwartz on Monday while attending the Big Daddy Celebrity Golf Classic in Ohika Castle in Huntington. He was just he uh he just wants to say things to be an idiot. This is Tiki Barber talking. I played with straight hand for my career. Podcast. He is the greatest of great. He is a great teammate. He keep things light, but on game day, he is one of the serious. It's a heart attack, and his shoulder, his play. And he has the greatest gap in gap in his teeth in sports. That's why he won't get it fixed. But he's he, making a I think bundle he, of money. I think he's, he's great on the morning show with the. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, wait, wait, yeah. wasn't Warren? I can't stand Wasn't Warren though. Sapp on Kelly Ripa? <laughs> wasn't was he in the running for that spot? No, for Michael Strahan. So he's I jealous. No, oh, I don't know. I think Warren Sapp was in the running for something. I don't think <laughs> it was that because I don't. He's never even been on. that. Did Amp Lee call back? No, not yet. Cindy, what you scared, so, you don't like Kelly Ripper? No. Why? Because all she does is talk about her family. It's all about her what? and her husband and her kids for the first She's ten minutes. I, I mi- it was much better when Regis was there. I can't wait to. That's all I do. We know. Talk about the family. Um, that's good. Uh, Ripper, rather, I, I, like her, I like her because she's just she's, she's just bubbling. fun. Yeah, outgoing. She's fun. I, I hate. I don't want to be around people that's uh, looking for something bad in somebody. Pain in the butt. Pain in the ass. Yeah. She's annoying. She's annoying. She's yeah. annoying. That's what, so that's what, what about Bubba? Bubba Watson talking about his uh, caddy, chastising his caddy. This is none of our business. He chastised his uh, caddies. What, what happened? Go ahead. Let so me go so to the Deborah, sorry. Bubba's playing. Bubba's playing. He's uh, depending on his caddy apparently to pick his club and to give him the proper yardage. Mm-hmm. And he put a couple balls in the water, and uh, they caught him uh, on camera taking. Uh, a few shots. At yeah, his caddy. I mean, it was he was in contention in the most recent tournament. It was this 16, was last week. Yeah, yeah this was last yeah, week. Exactly. And uh, I think the common misconception <laughs> is the caddy doesn't pick the club. That the, should the, never the golfer, pick the club. The golfer yes. picks the club. The caddy Absolutely. picks the yardage. Mm-hmm. So in the first one, he, uh, he uh, Bubba picked the club that was predicated upon the yardage that was right. given by the caddy. He puts it in the drink, which is, I think it was like three or four yards short of the green. And it rolled back into the and rolled back into the water, and then he so he could still salvage par at this point. He sailed, he sailed the next shot from the drop zone over, uh, and he, I, he ends up bogeying or something to that effect. And and Bubba turns to his caddy, goes, "Really? So so that was the right yardage? That you're telling me that that was the right yardage? It went in the water. That was the right yardage, right? I mean, and, but this stuff, this is why I don't think stuff should be miked." On the golf course <laughs> at all? I mean, because this is this is supposed to happen. You're supposed to. I mean, this is what happens. Somebody makes a mistake, they're accountable for it. And I, and this is. I'm sure this happened with Stevie and Tiger all the time. I'm sure, this happened with all of the great players. You're supposed to. This it, it's it's an occupational hazard. You're not going to give no me pun intended, a, eh? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, y'all Canadian now, huh? <laughs> no, she talks like she is. Yeah. I don't think does. anything should be Mike, because did you see that too yesterday when uh, Andrew... Dice uh, Clay? No, when he yeah, got the, I was when he say, had the nice. trophy, he was like, F&A, I, it was right there, loud as can be, and, um, no, Andrew Shaw, when Andrew Shaw got yeah. the trophy last night. Oh, yeah, yeah you know what? They you should can't... never mic that stuff, though. They know it's going to come out. When you <laughs> know something's going to come out, you shouldn't take it personal in a heighten of somebody's emotion. shouldn't take it personal. All right, D gave us the outro, and we out of here. Kwame Sports Talk. We'll see you guys next week. Love you guys. In all Been real. Time.
Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.